0: Welcome back to another episode of The Cellcast Presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts. We are still in Kingdom Hearts Key, and while I thought we were perhaps getting to some more cool new stuff, and there's a little bit of new stuff, we do still have a little bit of a runaround today. So today we are looking at our first uh, cutscene that takes place in Olympus Coliseum, which is called A Spot in the Tournament. And then we go immediately back to Dwarf Woodlands for Sneezy and Dopey and A Precious Light. However, I will say that between Olympus Coliseum and the Dwarf Woodlands, we go and hang out in Agrabah for a short while. But no cutscene actually takes place there outside of the little character portrait cutscenes. So let's just go ahead and jump into this, shall we? So yes, we are now, for the first time chronologically, at Olympus Coliseum. Get used to it, folks. We come back here a lot of times, but uh, this first time it is with Key Player uh, as he walks up to the uh, what do you call that—the vestibule, the where the contestants sign up. Basically, the only other door in the courtyard besides the one that leads to the exit. Uh, we hear a voice from inside the building say, uh, "Back." Well, It says it's about time, and entry's going to close any minute now. It is Philoctetes, a.k.a. Phil, a.k.a. unfortunately not Danny DeVito. Of course, there's no voices in this game, so they do their best to try and do Danny DeVito from from that but in, in future games, which we'll get to, but it never quite gets there. Anyway, he's confused just for Hercules and says, well, there ain't no place for kids. This place is for kids. So, uh, go on, shoe. get out of here. As Hercules does arrive, Phil uh, tells him he's late, uh, berating him as such. And Herc says, that Pegasus, for some reason, wouldn't let him leave. You know how he is. Herc asks who we are. And Phil says, heck if I know, just some wannabe. And, uh, but strangely enough, Hercules kind of steps up for us. says, well, we ought to just let him in the games. I mean, it's not going to be too big a deal. And Phil says, are you kidding? there's not even if we wanted to put him in all the spots are full when the herc says well just give him my spot and phil goes i thought you wanted to be the hero I says oh trust me i got besides i got something i'm working on so yeah we go on in and that's the actually the end of that first cutscene. so phil signs us up and we work our way through the preliminary rounds uh as is going to be the case pretty much any time we come to olympus coliseum no matter what game it is with some small exceptions uh these areas are usually tournament-style fights against—I won't say random heartless, as the number, the types of, of heartless, the numbers of them are uh, set up. But uh, you're essentially, you're just fighting heartless in a set of tournament style where you—it's almost a stamina match where you've got to go like a certain number of rounds without dying, uh, without getting healed, to actually survive. And that's how these are gonna go. The thing is, and I'll remind people of this when we get to other Olympus Coliseum sections and other games. That's gonna be boring for me to talk about, so I'm just gonna say, yeah, we won the preliminary rounds and uh, beat a big heartless. And yeah, now this whole time Phil had been telling us we weren't worth you know shooting, but after we you know come out of the preliminary rounds, so it was like, yeah, man, I knew you were gonna be a hero when I first saw you. It's like, and I, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, right. But, uh, he's, Phil says, you know, just go rest up. It's going to take us a bit before we can actually start the real rounds. So, uh, you know, rest up and, uh, we'll come back later and we'll get to actually having this tournament. Chirithi also congratulates us for making it into the tournament, but says we got, we don't have time to really to celebrate at the moment. Uh, stuff's going on in the other worlds. We need to go take care of that right now. So we do, and we end up in Agrabah again. So as we enter Agrabah, we come across one of the guards, and he says, hey, do you know a, a scoundrel named Aladdin? Uh, uh, supposedly, he has stolen a bunch of medals from the, from a uh, from a merchant, and we need you to go find him and, make, and see if you can help get it back, especially if you know where he is. Which, it's like, oh, isn't Aladdin a good guy? Well, of course, we know he's a good guy. We've seen the movie, but... The guards don't know good, and our character doesn't, so we go looking for Aladdin to see if we can set things straight. Or Key Player does, anyway. So Key Player finds Aladdin, and Aladdin is, of course, whispering, because like, he doesn't want to be caught, especially since he says he's not the one who stole the medals. Someone else did it, but he. so he's looking for them now to help clear his name and asks for our help in doing so. After doing some searching and defeating multiple Heartless uh, one of them apparently drops dropped one of these medals, and uh, Aladdin is very happy. At least got one of them, but you know there's still a bunch missing. So with four more medals to go, Key Player agrees to help uh, Aladdin find the other four medals. And after a while, we Key Player does so. Aladdin points out points out the very good fact that if he goes and turns them in, they'll probably just arrest him, and thinking they have caught the perpetrator. So he asks us to go. And return the medals for him to clear his name. And uh, on the way back, we end up fighting what looks to be a giant mech Heartless. Or a giant mech piloted by Heartless. Okay, Square Enix, I don't know if you're listening or not. But I want to fight this in a real Kingdom Hearts game. So, and let's face it, I didn't play this game when it was live. I'm just watching somebody else's playthrough. So if you could, uh, Square Enix, do me a real big favor. Find a way to port this game in a much more easily consumable state to other consoles. And, uh, you know, let us play this game so we can actually see what's going on. And plus, because here's the thing. I am watching somebody else's Let's Play, but he has edited a lot of of this too. So there might be some miniature things. I don't think... it's that big a deal but the fact that this game is killed pretty much and it's not playable anymore and the only way you can experience the story is to watch cutscenes that don't even include all of the story is annoying to me but that is beside the point let's continue so we deliver the medals back to the guard Uh, clear aladdin's name but the guard is still not trustworthy of aladdin for obvious reasons especially since i'm figuring this is before the movie aladdin takes place so yeah especially since this is the guard that is chasing aladdin throughout most of uh aladdin's song uh is it one jump is that the name of it i can't remember the name of the songs it's been a while but yeah charity then pops up and says all's well that ends well hey let's go on another adventure in another world and so we open a portal to another world and we go back to Dwarf Woodlands. So uh, we, we get back to Dwarf Woodlands and Cherithis says, Looks like everyone's at the mine. Why don't you go and talk to them? So Keyplayer does so. We come across Grumpy and he says, What are you doing here again? Uh, well, if you're gonna cause this much trouble, I uh, won't you, you I bet you won't see the others. There's apparently some big monster. why don't you go give a whack at it and see if you can take him out. And it is here that we run into the second cutscene, at eight minutes into this recording where uh called dopey and sneezy. and uh yeah, we f- finally find the last two of the seven dwarves. As we enter the scene, our key player enters the scene, I should say, uh, Sneezy is getting ready to, well, sneeze. Dopey uh, holds his finger up under Sneezy's nose, you know, to keep him from actually sneezing. As soon as Dopey thinks that the dangerous passed, he lets go, he lowers it and Sneezy then sneezes. A very powerful sneeze that actually pushes Key Player back a little bit. At which point Grumpy runs in and says, "What are you two doing in here?" I don't worry, I ain't mad at you, but uh, uh, everybody's waiting for you. You better get on out, get on over there and, and, and see what they want. And uh, Sneezy, better quit sneezing while you're here, because this ground is too, a little too shaky for that sort of thing. And as we get ready to leave, charity pops in and says, Okay, we are on the right track, because there is something bit dangerous about to go down, I can just tell. One of the precious lights is about to be consumed by Darkness. Now let's put two and two together here. No, actually, no, we're not going to. But I think you can kind of guess that. Uh, well, in a in a world based on Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and we found the Seven Dwarfs. That leaves one character who could possibly be the light. Let's see if I'm right. His key player goes around fighting some more heartless. He eventually comes upon a young maiden in a uh, yellow dress with a blue top. Black hair with a red bow, and yeah, it's the Snow White we saw from earlier, but actually dressed in her more traditionally known princess garb. So, yeah, that is the precious light that we uh, were looking for. As we defeat the boss Heartless that's keeping her hostage, and we begin the next cutscene, which is called A Precious Light, we st- uh, qu- quash her fears, quell her fears. She's spooked, and we give her a little bit of. We, we say, "Hey, everything's going to be all right." That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, key player does this by holding his keyblade light. No, the, I should say this is after Snow White has said, "Oh, it's so dark and scary in this glade. I'm so afraid." So Key player holds his keyblade up into the sky, and light shines forth. And now she's you know feels better. She says, "Oh, well, you're not so scary." And he feels like uh, that you are warm and made of light, which is just weird. And she says, "How is this so? Tell me, please." And apparently, Key Player tells her that it is light. I am a hero. I don't know what else he says because all of, you know Key Player doesn't actually talk in our playthrough of this any of these playthroughs. So yeah, but apparently we said something about oh the light is from our heart. And she says, that's sweet. She says, meeting us was nice. Oh, but I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Snow White. And I'm sitting here going, thank you for telling us. I already know. But yeah, that's that's me metagaming. Moving on. She says uh, she mustn't stay. It's too dangerous here. I got to go. See ya. And then she runs off. And that's where we're going to put an end to it tonight, folks. Uh, so far, I mean... This is a little bit of a weird episode, I say, knowing that like nearly every episode up to this point has kind of felt like this, where uh, it seems like it's three cutscenes that are jumbled together and have no bearing on each other. We we jump from world to world to world so quickly, I have to wonder if, if we were actually playing the game and we were playing all... 160 missions that it took to get to where we are now from the beginning of the game according to Dan on the on the playframe uh, playthrough uh, and that's apparently only a sixth of the game which scares me to death but beside the point I do have to wonder if in those instances the time spent in each world feels more balanced. I'm not 100% sure if that would be the case, but I kind of would hope it would feel that way. However, that's not the point. We are at least finally, at least with the Snow White story, moving that forward past what feels like filler. Now that we've collected all seven dwarves and Snow White's involved in the story again. So it will be curious what happens when we get back to there, I believe, next episode. And yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The next episodes uh, do take place in Dwarf Woodlands. It's a number of episodes, actually, a number of cutscenes. Actually, two. Cu- actually, it's two cutscenes. I'm uh, looking at it. Uh, one of them involving Bashful. Another one is called A Monster. And that may be where I end that one because then we spend some more time in Daybreak Town before we then go back to. Dwarf Woodlands, which at least down here, when we come back to Dwarf Woodlands, it does look like, heck, it looks like we're going through a bunch of that story in a hurry. But yeah, join me next time for that. In the meantime, this is Drew, and I'll catch you in the next frame. The Cellcast is a member of the Pop Americana and Culture Box Media Networks. For more information about shows in those networks, please check the links in the description. The Cellcast presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts as a production of the Cellcast podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Cast underscore cell, on Facebook at The Cellcast, on Twitch at The Cellcast Gaming, and you can email us at The Cellcast Podcast at gmail.com or visit us on our webpage at The Cellcast.podbean.com. Our theme music is Trinity by Tyler Spirian and is a remix of the song Dearly Beloved by Yoko Shimomura from the franchise Kingdom Hearts. The Cellcast podcast has no affiliation with Square Enix, Disney, or for that matter, anyone else connected to the Kingdom Hearts franchise. The Cellcast presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts is a fan production, and no copyright infringement is intended or implied. Kingdom Hearts is owned by both Disney and Square Enix. This podcast also is not intended to be a replacement for playing the games. Please go and play them yourself.